John Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line. The gold set so. The world is listening. The following is a part of the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. I'm back, baby. The Unchained Wrestling Network and KJCC Real Campus Radio presents the two-time Wrestling Radio Award winner, Running the Ropes. I lost a broski for a hostie! Step through the ropes as the guys bring you all the talk happening within the WWE. Woo, woo, woo! You know it! TNA. Sorry about your damn luck! Ring of Honor. Dig down in your bunkers and dig into those trenches and get ready. Get ready for shock and awe. And the NorCal Independency. And now live from the KJCC studio in San Jose, California, it's running the ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Running the Ropes right here on KJCC Real Campus Radio, as well as the SNS Radio Network and the Unchained Wrestling Network. My name is Brian Maverick Bertrand. Chris Kelly is on his way to Tejas, Bible Thumper Town, USA, and but that means that we have... My backup co-host, I hope you don't mind me calling you a backup co-host, the one, the only, the funky one, Sam Medina. Sam, what's going on, my man? What's up, Brian? Hey, you know what? You can call me anything you want as long as as long as long it gets me on the show. There you go. It's fun. It's a good time <laughs> to be here. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me here. No problem. No, and I, thanks, Chris, for uh, being on the flight to uh, <laughs> Thanks, Chris, Bible for Town. not being at your post. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but Chris is actually on his way to lockdown. He's going to be He's going to be on... Uh, TV tonight for Impact. Oh wow! Because I believe they're going to have an Impact before lockdown in Austin, and now they're going to have him. Uh, he's going to be there for the pay per view, so he's he's got a busy week ahead of him. Awesome. Well, you know, too bad it had to be TNA, but that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to get into that a little later today, <laughs> uh, for sure. But. Um, Hey, maybe I locked down the river. Randy Orton's the leader of uh, Aces and Aces. Oh, jeez, don't say that. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it. We just need we a third wellness policy. We want to stay awake, though. That's the <laughs> thing. We want to stay awake. We don't want to fall asleep during TNA because hey, we want a, stuff to complain about. A boring WWE guy would be a fantastic TNA guy. <laughs> it's happened before. It's happened. You know what? One of the interns is right. It's happened before. <laughs> um, yeah, I should carry one of those around with me. Everywhere I go. <laughs> just just get a. Right. You know what? 
ThinkGeek.com has a personal soundtrack thing with the little remote. You just push a button and it plays it. You just flip a remote and all of a sudden... It works. Nice. It's I really play cool. That one it's stage. got a speaker on the. Ch- it's cool. Anyway, if I put it on stage and people actually know when to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Maybe it'll kill the hecklers a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, dude. What happened to me? I actually my car got hit. Oh wow! My, are you are you okay? Did I'm you okay. I, I I'm okay. The car's okay. It's just like ma- mainly body damage. Oh, okay. But now we'll just say my driver's side door won't open, so I gotta climb in like a like a. Uh, a NASCAR driver. Can you so. roll down the driver's window and do it Dukes of Hazard style? I could do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. You might get like you know just roll down I'd all the way. I'd probably get stuck halfway, but <laughs> I could probably do it. You know, I'm confident. Good, good. Um, but yeah, I'm okay, and and it just it sucks though because uh, I'm not at fault, but I don't have collision coverage, so it sucks, man. And I would really like to drive a rental car. I want to. I want him to. I, I I really want the guy that hit me to get me a. Uh, one of those Chrysler 300s, the, cool. the fancy ones. Yeah, dude, I could rock that. Was it all Jack day. Swagger that hit you? No, I didn't. Think no, because I didn't hear any. Because <laughs> I didn't hear any. Uh, I didn't hear Zeb Culture in the background. America <laughs> has a problem. <laughs> it's drivers it, like Jack. Swagger. It's drivers <laughs> like Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> no, I didn't have that though. But I don't think Zeb Culture's ever had a girlfriend. <laughs> no, has you he, know has who he you, washed his beard? I'm oh, sorry. Not, not sure. Well, go ahead. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Zeb Culture has a girlfriend. First off, just ne- he's like this. I okay. I know he's a little bit before my time, but whenever I see Zeb Culture, I just see like this guy that's never taken a shower, that's with the twenty four hour fitness, worked out for about twenty five minutes, saying, "I can't do this workout. I'm gonna go find Jack Swagger, a fit American that ain't one, that only won one championship that was so insignificant, the ECW title." I'm just, I'm sorry, my guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Uh, for those for those listening, that's what that's another intern. We actually have a lot of interns this semester uh this is collab or caleb, caleb. uh he wants to be he wants to be collab it's my rap name it's, it's why i go about the stage you know what I mean? it's like you go on the stage right and you're doing stand-up you don't want to be like oh i know that guy at santino like no you want your stage name you know what i mean whatever you, whatever your comedian name is that's what you want to be like Cat Williams isn't Cat Williams. I don't even want to know what his first name is. But, I mean, I know my cat. That might be it. (laughs) Thank you for that intro. Uh, But, yeah, like, I just just thought – but, no, it it wasn't Zeb Coulter, although I would have loved it. To Brian, be doing that, Brian. I just want to say you roll your R's really well, way better than I do. And Alberto <laughs> Del Rio. You see, you can do it way better than I. Ladies, can. ladies, ladies love the rolling R's. I'm telling you right now. They do. They do. That. That's why we. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, uh, that's why um we were um this guy is a Mac. We had talked about this yesterday on my show. He knows gold. He this guy knows gold diggers better than any other guy. But I'm just saying, <laughs> we don't. I'm just saying, he can That's identify a gold digger, Maurice. I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> just saying. He can identify. Maurice, you're a former guest on the show. I want to apologize right now. I would really love to have you back on to talk about your engagement. Don't listen to the interns. They don't know nothing. Okay. Congratulations. I'm, so- to- I'm sorry, yeah. Maurice. I'm just talking about your, your little thing with Ted DiBiase. WWE playing the role. Playing the role. Because I would love to meet you. You're hot. <laughs> All right, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Anyway, we have yeah. Congratulations to the Maurice, to the Maurice and the Miz. Definitely, to Maurice yeah. and the Miz. Was your name the Miz? 
Yeah, she's marrying the Miz. And you know what? The news about that engagement is awesome. Okay, go ahead. Congratulations, Miz. Congratulations, congratulations, Marisa. I, I apologize, but all right, moving on with the show now. Just cut off the intern. Yeah. It's my job. It's my job. Hey, can anyway. you go get us coffee? Thanks. Okay. Yeah, grab me some coffee. <laughs> oh, they got about 20 bucks. They, they charge extra. No, no, <laughs> they anyway, we have a whole lot of stuff to get through, so let's go ahead. We started off. Let me. Let's go ahead and start off always with news of the week. And now it's time for the news of the week. Starting off in TNA, in the world of TNA, TNA World Heavyweight Champion Jeff Hardy was the guest on the media conference to promote the lockdown pay-per-view where Chris Kelly will be at, which can be seen on Challenge TV in the UK this Wednesday at 10. This Wednesday? Weird. So uh, it's after the pay-per-view? I, I guess. <laughs> and they're going to show it for free in the UK. That's the- BS! Wow. Anyway, the interview co- the interview itself covers subjects such as Jeff's decision to stay with TNA and his style of his style of wrestling, how he has evolved as a wrestler, and when he's looking to retire. His thoughts on Bully Ray, who he will be facing on, at the main event in the pay per view, and much, much more. You can listen to this interview over at headlockstoheadlines.com. Uh, next up here, uh, going over back over to WWE. Uh, word from PWInsider.com. Uh, word is coming out of Raw is that the word coming out of Raw is that WWE is no long no longer wants Ric Flair doing anything really physical. He while he threw some chops at Biggie Langston on Raw. Don't expect him to take any bumps or get into any brawls on WWE TV. There is some sort of health issue that WWE is concerned about with Flair. The feeling is that they want they would rather have him be safe than sorry. And I can agree with that. What do you think I about that? I can agree that? with that, too. Uh, Ric Flair's getting up there, and he doesn't know his limitations. You know what? Ric Flair wants to be Ric Flair, and that's cool. Yeah, the only thing with him is that he's, one, he's got the thinnest skin in professional wrestling. And the thinnest hair. And he, he bleeds at every, every you know, so. He bleeds when he chops Biggie Langston. <laughs> he did bleed when he chopped Biggie Langston, and he's the one chopping him. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead. Um, yeah. See, here's the thing. Here's the one thing with Ric Flair. Ric Flair, me personally, just just watching him, I kind of feel like he will go out of the box. He's done it before. He'll go out of the box and do something regret. Like, um, remember when he fought Edge? Um, a couple in a TLC make match. Quick, quick. Yeah, he went out the box. I'm so sorry. I, I love your show. I know. Yeah, I thank that time you. He I got divorced it. four times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> remember that time when he jawed out to his third wife? Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, quick note here: WWE, uh, a former TNA knockout Rosita is getting a WWE tryout. Good for her. All right. Awesome. Uh, and also on here, uh, let me go ahead. Uh, oh, that's not part of it. Um, where was I? Uh, I think Brian just brought up his private website on accident. Whoa, hold on here. <laughs> I think we should leave the room. <laughs> uh, I want to, uh, uh, as I said at the at the top of the uh, of the hour, uh, we lost a major. Major part of professional wrestling, Paul Bearer uh, died on Monday. Unfortunately, uh, coming out of TMZ just three days before uh, 
Paul Bearer died, he complained that he was suffering uh, a blood clot, oh, which wow, T- TMZ that. just learned. Cowboy Brian Kelly, the pre- president of the prominent wrestling society known as the Cauliflower Alley Club, which meets every year in Las Vegas, yep. uh, tells TMZ uh, he last saw Paul on March 2nd at a club reunion. Uh, uh, Brian, uh, Brian Kelly says that Paul was in bad health with severe breathing problems. According to the people at the event, Kelly uh, uh, Kelly was coughing, and oh, actually no, sorry, uh, Paul Bear was coughing and had trouble standing for long periods of time. He told people he was going to seek treatment for what he called quote respiratory issues. Uh, Brian says that Paul went to the hospital immediately following the reunion. Uh, Brian says later that he was later informed that the uh, famed wrestling manager was being treated for a blood clot. Uh, Saturday was the last time Brian spoke to Paul. Paul Barrow is 58. Uh, you can he read so more young. about th- you can read more about this over at TMZ.com. Um, Much love, and respect to Paul Bear, his family and uh, friends, and everybody that you know saddened by this. Yeah, dude, and definitely. Uh, before we go off, let me uh, go ahead and tell you. Uh, let me go ahead and make one more. Finally, today, uh, Rey Mysterio tweeted the following: <laughs> "Good morning. About to see the man, Doc J- Doctor James Andrews. Things haven't been good since I stepped back into the ring. ACL tear again. So he's going to be out again. Now he's on Kevin Nash's level of injury proneness. So that was your news for this week." For all the news, check out headlockstoheadlines.com for all the official news source of Running the Ropes. There you go. Alrighty. Uh, so definitely uh Paul Bearer, man. Th- th- I mean, how, what can you what can you say about this guy that hasn't already been said? I mean I don't know, he's definitely an icon though. I grew up I grew up watching him and you know, he was with the Undertaker for all those years and you know he Yeah, he since uh ninety one, since his debut pretty oh, much. Yeah. Um and it was his it was actually Paul Bearer's idea to bring him to bring Mark Calloway into the WWE. Oh um, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was definitely it was his idea. It was part of his idea was to bring him in and to even give him the Undertaker gimmick. I mean, not 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 many people know that. Um, unless you bought the uh, commemorative edition of the Undertaker WWE magazine back in like oh three. Nice. 02, something like that. Yeah, I don't I don't spend money on the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> not nowadays though, no. unfortunately. But no, like, um, I would love to. I, I mean, I would love to expect something that. Uh, the Undertaker could pay tribute to him for you know what I mean. That'd be like, awesome. In fact, like some kind of a, and the, since he's back now, he can maybe do something for him on TV. Maybe yeah. they can show a little video for Paul. Or, or not a video because something. it would kind of break character. That's true. It would kind of break character, but at the same time, it uh, it it would make sense for him to do something. You know, it doesn't right, necessarily it does. have to be. That just don't show the footage of when the Undertaker killed Paul Bear on TV. <laughs> Buried him in cement, <laughs> uh, stuffed him uh, in the uh, stuffed him in the ice box. Want to open the door for me, real oh, quick? For sure. uh, stuffed him in an ice box. Oh no, Kane stuffed him in an ice box. Yeah, I think that was Kane. I don't think the, the Undertaker just buried him in cement. But Paul- cement. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, definitely. And but but even before that, when when Undertaker was just hitting his prime. Going into it, it's like he 
was the he was a major part of the Undertaker's gimmick. He had the urn. He had he he brought out different like coffins sometimes in, on shows. It was just really a major loss. But he was well respected in the entire wrestling community. He, uh, you know, I think I miss his oh, TNA me. run because I heard he was in TNA. He was in TNA as him. his old character, Percy, Percy Pringle yeah, the Percy third. Pringle. Who did he manage? Um, you know, I'm not too sure. It's okay. It was probably TNA. in the new church, but I I never got to watch much. I would TNA. think that too, but that, that was James days. Mitchell's thing. But that was James Mitchell's thing. But I, I'm not really sure. Oh, okay, I'll look um, it up later. But he but he was well respected in both companies. Um, he he was only there in the fir- during the first couple of years of TNA 2002 2003, and oh that early. But now it's like he doesn't. He's just not there anymore. And, and but he was well respected in the back. He had great relationships with everybody he he worked with, and to see something like that is just really sad. So definitely, our 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 thoughts go to uh, Will Will Moody's family, and I mean this is just this just sucks for him because I mean, man. Yeah, he was he was amazing. He was a really good talker, and uh, he really brought the Undertaker's character a lot of uh, depth. It he did it, 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 he made he made it darker with the uh, the ghostly tones and the oh yes you know stuff like that and, and just really I mean when I was a kid that voice gave me nightmares and yeah, I was like all of us. and and this was ninety one so I was probably about mm, seven years old so yeah it yeah, was, was kind of like scary 10. during that time but yeah I I, I don't know man it, it's just crazy. Um, but uh, anyway, let's go ahead and move on here. We have we have a lot of stuff to cover. We still haven't heard anything from Glenn Beck on this issue because, I mean... I don't think we're going to. No, that's unfortunate. I mean, I would love to have him, to have him say something, so... Yeah. If you don't like America, why don't you get out? Um, but at the same time, I'm not... I, I mean, I would love to have something said by Glenn Beck on this. I mean, yeah... He it's like he has no balls, and it's it's a bold statement. It really it is, is a bold statement. I agree. But he, I I'll go on here and say that that Glenn Beck honestly has no no manhood and no 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 stones to throw because look look at where he's at now. He used to be huge on Fox News, and now he's back. He's on some website. No one really cares about but that's about it that that's all i know and he has two turntables and a microphone where it's, <laughs> where it's at. at exactly so there you go um anyway we have a lot of stuff to cover um you know what i'm not entirely prepared let's go ahead let's take our let's take a quick break when we come back uh we're gonna go ahead we're gonna cover raw we're gonna give a preview Monday for impact night. give old our school thoughts raw. on impact old school raw yeah definitely yeah. So uh, stay tuned. We'll, we will be back. Right. And, uh, yeah. We'll What's be that? back. Oh, yeah. I'll say we'll preview WrestleMania and preview Lockdown. Oh, yeah. That's right. WrestleMania's coming up, too. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Hey guys, everybody, my loyal twinions at L. 
This is Katarina Waters, a.k.a. the artist formerly known as Katie Lee, a.k.a. the artist formerly known as Winter, and you are listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Network. Audio Wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present. Such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and WrestleTalk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough Mad Mania, climb into the ring with Audio Wrestling, www.audiowrestling.com, and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio. Audio Wrestling, keeping you tuned in since 1996. Let's go to our ring announcer. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time! The Brahma Bull. He's bold. He's bad. Why am I playing old commercials? And like... Dude, I mean, I... I, I do the interns realize that when they get me commercials, they have to put these on there? I don't understand. Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble was in January, and you're putting this crap on there, man. I got. I mean, I don't understand why. How it's so hard. What's up, all you stars and studs? I am former WWE diva Maria, and I am now the current First Lady of Ring of Honor. And you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Uh, 
All right, welcome back to Running the Ropes. Hey, it's still your first year, so you're still an intern. I don't care if you have a show or not, oh, man. For just the record, <laughs> for the record, I never actually got you yeah. a commercial. Plus, I watch wrestling, so I'm going to pull you the right commercials. Anyway, anyway. I'll pull you Johnson and JBL for like 2003. Anyway, thank you. Welcome back to Running the Ropes. Looks like we're not. Oh, it says we're not listed. That's weird. Someone, oh, your mic's on too. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. There we go. So, uh, whatever happened to good interns like Monica Lewinsky? I know, man. <laughs> Couldn't they just, you know, do what they're told? Anyway, I was waiting to say that for like two minutes when the mic was off. Okay. Uh, anyway, I'll say that into the mic. I don't think she bent over either, but that's a different hey story. Hey now. <laughs> <laughs> That's for a different time and a different podcast. <laughs> That's for the San Medina podcast coming soon. All right. Um, Actually, it is. <laughs> Are you getting a podcast? I'm gonna. I'm starting one pretty soon. I'm not really sure the details yet, but uh, I got a couple interviews lined up in the world of comedy, so I'm hey, excited. Hey, you know, come on back. Coming back to college, and, and you got You got a spot. Uh, I can get you nice, a spot. Nice. Um, before we get too much into Raw, let me just uh, give you let you guys know, coming up after the show today, uh, not only will you have TNA Chat live with the Bronx father, Tony Mirabella on SNS, but KJCC will be playing Lady Jag Softball, uh, or Katie Jag, uh, KJCC will be give, bringing you Lady Jag Softball at 3 p.m., so we're going to end it kind of early today, so... Definitely All right, lady softball. Look forward huh? to that. That's the best kind of softball there is, you know. The, you lady know they're softball. undefeated at home. Nice. So definitely something to look forward to and ha- de- uh, fun to watch. So have a good one, Caleb. We'll see you later. All right, we'll go ahead and peace we'll, out, collab. We'll be sure they get, they know that. All right, nice. he made that sure. beat. I don't hear anything, but. Uh, all right, all right. Thank just, you. Just leave, sir. Thank you. <laughs> he doesn't realize we're on the air. Uh, <laughs> You're talking anyway, to us. We don't want to hear it. Yeah, he's talking to us, and we're on the air. I don't understand why. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead. Let's get in some Monday Night Raw. All right, Old School Raw. All right, Old School Raw coming to you from, uh, oh, hold on here. From someplace in the from United someplace States. From someplace in the United States. I hate when this website I'm getting results from just gives you the list before it goes right into it. Uh, from Buffalo, New York, uh, with Jerry the King Lawler in his old school robe and crown. Yeah, he was, and Michael Cole even had an old school blazer on. Oh, the old school ugly yellow blazer. Yellow blazer. Just over ugly a, yellow face. Just over a month away until WrestleMania 29. Go ahead, open the door for Caleb. I'm back in. He's back already. That was quick. Anyway, he forgot something. (laughs) Uh, The show opens old school Raw logo with the audience, uh, and all of a sudden the lights go out. They had old school fireworks, too. They they did have the old school fireworks. I like that. Yeah, so did I. Uh, And the lights go out, and The Undertaker makes his return to the ring, and definitely an ominous ominous Undertaker comes out to the ring (laughs) after that well he doesn't go to the ring but anyway after that CM Punk's music hits and he comes out to the ring uh, saying that he will be the one going after the Undertaker 
or he he's the one that's going to challenge the Undertaker for the streak. You know, since he lost his title. I thought the way they're going to set this up, especially with little t- so little time left, I thought it was going to be completely stupid and completely lame. Uh-huh. But I loved his reasoning that you people stole something from me, and now Almond is still something from you. That is just as precious to you as the title was to me, the streak. Definitely. It, I loved it. It, it. It's kind of a way to, to kind of a redemption factor. I mean, if you're going to be going after something big like that, make it the streak. Not make it something like it's, that. He, he's trying to get revenge on the WWE Universe. Right. He's trying to just shatter their hopes and their dreams by beating the Undertaker streak because he lost his title because of them. Right. And it's such a big deal. It that deal, yeah. it has so much implications if Undertaker does happen to lose. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. Um, anyway, uh, Randy Orton then comes out and says, oh, I'm going to be the one to take him on. I'm the Apex Predator. Uh, then Big Show comes out and says, I'm the Giant. You have to be a Giant to beat the Undertaker. And then Sheamus comes out and says, Hey, look, fella. It's... It, uh, he Seamus claims going to take him more than any of them could beat Taker, and Seamus believes he has a look of the Irish. Too bad Chris Kelly's not here. He could probably do a really good Seamus impression. What does my Irish impression <laughs> is not, no, not it's kind of no. bad. You know, you do almost as bad as Seamus does. Uh, oh wow, <laughs> that makes me a sad panda. Uh, definitely, that 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 sucks. Anyway, Vicky Girl comes out to the ramp and tells him. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna determine who will face them at Undertaker, and there will be a f- there will be a fatal four way later to, later that night. And Ryback walks over and grabs. Wait, what now? Wait, let's go back here. I really like that these four guys came out and they they gave their reasonings why they wanted to face the Undertaker because it made the Undertaker's match look respected. Almost like, well, I can't have a title match. I want the next best thing. I want to go and for the street. One thing I've noticed was that. They have all they they have guys saying like it's become as big as a title. It's become I think it's bigger. It's become yeah, it has become bigger than the title and it, it's to a point where everyone wants the Undertaker now. Everyone wants a piece of Taker. Yeah, and because everybody wants the piece of mortality. I mean immortality. Right. Because if you if you go with the Undertaker at WrestleMania, you're in the history books. Exactly. That's it. You're you're on the list, you're on the streak. Win or lose or draw, your name is gonna be synonymous with WrestleMania for forever. Exactly. And and what better way to do it than any of these four guys with Undertaker or with Randy Orton who's had history, Big Show who has history, Sheamus who's had little history, and Punk who's who who's Coming off of a big loss to The Rock from at Royal Rumble, and I think win, lose, or draw at WrestleMania against The Undertaker, um, we'll we'll find out later if CM Punk gets the match. But win, lose, or draw if CM Punk does get this match, it'll it'll be good for him either way. Right. There. Uh, uh, next uh, next up here are the first match of the night. Ryback beats Antonio Cesaro. It was an excellent match. It was a good match. It was really good. What I love about Cesaro is that he's making everyone look good. I mean, yeah, he made the colleague, the great colleague, look good before. Like. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, he made him look good, <laughs> and, and no uh, one yeah. makes the great colleague look good. I love the end of the match where uh, Ryback charged him, and he came up with a European uppercut. Oh, that was so good! And then he went for his finisher. I forgot what it's called, but that, that cradle power driver. Neutralizer. The neutralizer. And then Seamus, I mean Seamus, right back just picked him up and hit the shell shock and covered him. It I was a really good a, match. I thought that was a great counter the way it I was agree. set up. Yeah, it was. Um, I Honestly, I didn't think you could counter a move like the neutralizer into a shell shock, but it worked out very well. And it made Ryback look incredible. Like, I hate Ryback. <laughs> I do not like him at all. But Antonio Cesaro made him look 
incredible. Right after that was a very quick jobber match, very Wait, quick squash. The, uh, it was one thing that I wanted to mention real quick. Sure. When Ryback won, he was walking out. He got halfway up the arena. I mean, halfway up the ramp. Yeah. Mark Henry's music came out. Or Mark Henry came out. His music played. He came out. And they had a little stare down. And for me, you know, I don't have a lot of intense moments, but that moment really, uh, it was really nice and really intense for me. That's why I could see them uh, getting the, uh, I could see a WrestleMania match between the two. That would be with, crazy. With Ryback and Mark Henry. Mark Henry, of course, coming back from a, I guess it was like an ankle injury or something. He had everything injured, I think. He, he, <laughs> he was hurt so somehow long. for a while, but... My only concern is that Ryback hasn't had the the strength to lift up a guy like uh, Tensai. He can't pick up the big short Tensai, so yeah, I don't so think he's, he can pick he up can't Mark do Henry. the shell shock. That's the only problem I see. But I think at, at WrestleMania, it would be a good monster versus monster match. You know what between they should the really two. do with Ryback is they should give him a submission hold like the Undertaker has, just for those incidences where he can't get the big guy up and he that, can lock on a submission hold. That and the fact that they need to have him retrain and to um, definite to yeah. to look at to look at how he's he's in the ring mm-hmm. and to look at how the match would go on with with a big guy like Mark Henry because Mark Henry is all muscle. Oh yeah, he's huge. Like so, he's wider than the Big Show. Yeah, he, uh, it, he is, and at the but. I think with a Goldberg-like gimmick that Ryback has, it'll work out. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it, too. Moving on to the next match. Uh, next match on here was a quick jobber match between Mark Henry after the little oh, stare yeah. down and Zack Ryder. Uh, woo, woo, woo. Quick 30 sec- quick 10-second match, if that. You know it. Um, and after that, uh, the Miz... Uh, the Miz, Dolph Ziggler... Oh, sorry. Uh, let me start that over. The Miz beats Dolph Ziggler... Uh, surprisingly enough, uh, thanks to some, uh, even though Biggie Langston had had some run-ins, but Ric Flair was in Miz's corner that night. And that did, was pretty cool. He brought out Ric Flair. Did you My see mentor. afterwards? They all of a sudden were dro- elbow dropping in the middle of the ring. I didn't see that part. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, every time I see it, I'm like, why are you elbow dropping the ring? What did the ring do to Ric Flair? <laughs> it and now, what did the what did the ring do to Miz? I mean, it's Miz Ric Flair. Miz doesn't want to be Ric Flair. And you know what? When Okay, when did Ric Flair give the Miz a figure for? How long ago was that? This was, that was probably Two, three about months ago? a month and a half ago. I think a little bit longer. That anyway. was because I think Ric Flair was on Miz TV that yeah, night. Yeah, and Antonio Cesaro came out and did that. Anyway, anyway, the Miz finally learned how to do it. He, he could not do the figure four for the life of him for the past <laughs> month, two months. He put it on horribly every single time. Antonio Cesaro looked pathetic. Tapping out to a move that didn't look like it hurt. <laughs> Finally, he puts it on correctly. Congratulations, Miz. Somebody but at the same you time, it. you know, I you, you got to give credit to Dolph Ziggler too. If he couldn't sell that move, he sold that move he very did. well yeah, and did. put it on there. But at the same time, I still have to say that Ric Flair is the craziest human being in world history. Yep. All because the guy bleeds like a stuck pig after he gets flicked in the eyeball. Somebody just walks by him really fast, and he'll he was—he and and we we mentioned it earlier. He was giving like some chops to Biggie Langston. He was like, "The hell are you doing?" Yeah, Biggie looked at him like, 
okay. What are you doing? Are you done? And he got, he bladed on that. I mean, come I on. I don't think it's blading anymore for Ric Flair. I think <laughs> no, it's just it's, kind of opening his wounds It's just again. reopening old scars and old yeah. wounds. <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same cut he had when he was like 27. Yeah. He just keeps opening it. He never lets it heal. Uh, anyway, after the match, uh, Rick, uh, the Rock's music hits, and he makes his way down to the ring for a point-counterpoint with John Cena. Uh, Rock has the microphone and sings and slings his brand new, ugly, horrible looking title belt. By the I'm way, a fan of it. I like really? it. It's better than the spinner. How how it's can you be a fan of that new belt? Spinner. It looks like it's been half done by a kindergartner. It does look like it's halfway done. It's like a kindergartner put- all of a sudden went into like his dad's garage that and he had like a whole bunch of like liquid gold. And he just made up a little drawing and said, yeah. okay, no, we'll I mean, go with it that. It does look halfway done. I saw a picture of it with a with a world, the picture of the world, the earth, behind where the blackness is, and it looked a lot better. It did. But, I uh, like the idea. Yeah. I like the idea that they had that they're going to change the, the side plates around to we'll signify see. each wrestler. We'll see. Because, I mean, what are they going to put up for Cena? Like, it's just, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Cena then comes out to the ring to interrupt The Rock. Cena saying that he's been looking forward f- to tonight for a while, uh, but Rock can't understand why because he doesn't fail to he doesn't fail in anything in life. Uh, Cena says that The Rock doesn't know what it's like to tell people that it. Remember when Shawn Michaels faced Hulk Hogan? Yes, and Shawn Michaels went heel just for like a month. I and and the Larry the Larry King uh, parody too. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was no, good. but what I'm saying is Cena needs to get the attitude that Shawn Michaels had against Hulk Hogan. He needs to to just temporarily act heelish and act like a jerk just till WrestleMania. Yeah, definitely. And and what's funny is that I like I did like the way Cena carried himself in in yeah. that little promo. He segment. does definitely get more aggressive during WrestleMania season. He does. And, and he looks more determined um, to do that. But I, I think that with uh, The Rock and Cena coming in, I do like the fact that he brought up last year that he tried, he was going to do something and he failed, but he still wants a piece of him, and now he earned the right to face The Rock at WrestleMania. He didn't so. anything. Okay, moving on. And he- <laughs> That's true. It's handed to him. Uh, anyway, moving on here. Uh, Jack Sweat. The pro- uh, whoa, where is it here? Uh there's no okay i don't see any uh th- oh oh that's right uh sorry let me let me let me get back to where i was uh there was going to be a match between Zach Coulter against uh hacksaw jim duggan uh jack jack swagger had zeb Coulter uh in his corner while hacksaw jim duggan had sergeant slaughter and dusty Rhodes in his corner but the match never got underway as jack swagger had the two by had hacksaws two by four and just beat him up with it and beat up all the other people in the ring with that. We the people, weed the people. Remember, he got caught we for weed caught for <laughs> not weed. too not too hey, long I'm ago. I'm not going to fault him for that. <laughs> I'm just saying. In, in an in an anti pot state too. That's weird. It's funny. I saw a tweet that said uh, it was tweeted to Zeb Coulter and it said, uh, "We the people do not want a drunk driver as our world champion." But he wasn't drunk. They say he was under the influence when he got pulled over. But being under the influence doesn't mean you're drunk. It doesn't necessarily. It just means you're not sober. It's true. But Maybe he was high on life. <laughs> he just left a SmackDown taping. Yeah, really. Um, but see, I didn't like this because, one, it was old school Raw. 
Okay, you know, they have the legends there, but then you lead, you put them into the slaughter. I know you got to make Jack Swagger look good, but at I the same time... I think he can time, still look good with the legends beating him up. He, yeah, because he, um, he's taking it, you know. He, yeah. he has the courage to take the beating like a man and do that. But see, at the same time, you don't want to beat up the legends like that. Not the way he did it. No, definitely not. I mean, you could have him win the match. That's fine. But don't go out there and 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 drop them with the with two by four. Turn my mic off for a sec. Uh, <laughs> Calm down with your slumming on the counter. Just uh, You're so angry, Brian. I'm so angry at this because of the fact that he has a two by four and is beating him up with it and not going into the match. I don't I don't like that because of the fact that it it hurts the fa- it hurts the legends and it really it just. Did not seem like it was planned. I mean, I understand they're older and all that, but you have these legends in the ring. They're there for old school Raw. Let them win a match. Yeah, the point to legends is to get the old school pop. Exactly. But they can't get that when they're getting their butts kicked. I'm just, I'm just mad about that. But whatever. They haven't really handled Jack Swagger. I can go on and on about Jack Swagger. They haven't really handled him well. Yeah, that's true. Uh. Uh. Anyway, after that. Uh, Swagger and Coulter were seen. Were walking backstage. Matt, Josh Matthews holding hands, walking hand, yeah, holding hands and skipping and uh, and and just spitting out anti-Amer or sorry, anti-immigrant, anti-immigrant slang, slurs or whatever, and just all all I I don't know why, but all I could hear was thank the guard thank the guard as swagger starts he looks to re- like that guy too <laughs> he does uh as jack swagger was starts to respond alberto de rio comes up from behind and attacks him where security pulls him apart anyway after that uh the prime time uh, team hell no defeats the prime time players who had the million dollar man ted dibiase in their corner millions of dollars because prime time players are all about the millions of dollars uh but unfortunately, he should manage them. I like that combination. It would be a good combination if they won a match. Well, you know, <laughs> they weren't going to win. Uh, after the match, Ted DiBiase stuffs a hundred dollar bill in the mouth of Darren Young. Uh, but as Daniel Bryan sees it and he starts to walk out, he takes double take, grabs a hundred bucks and stuffs it in his jeans. Like, I'm gonna take this right now. <laughs> nice. I like that. You know, I could see a little stable going with the primetime players, uh, Ted DiBiase and Ted DiBiase Jr. Call it millions of dollars. Br- doing that or bringing back Money Incorporated? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Definitely. Moving on. Uh, anyway, after that, we have uh, Brodus Clay and, oh, dear God, Sweet T, a.k.a. Tensai. Ugh, that, that makes my brain hurt. Uh, defe- they defeated uh, 3MB. Uh, to which the honky tonk man was in Brodus Clay and Sweet Tea's corner, but before honky tonk had to speak before uh, before the match started, he was interrupted by uh, Heath Slater. Which, by the way, Heath Slater is currently the world champion on uh, Crelly's uh, WWE 13. <laughs> wow, he should just return that game now. <laughs> and what's funny is that it broke the game. Yeah, I because he it bought did. it for PS3, I think. I bought it for PS3. <laughs> but I didn't give Heath Slater anything. I just deleted him off of it. Ah, wow. <laughs> I would have gone that far. Anyway. I hacked the game and deleted Heath Slater. Might as well. Uh, He's a referee now. After that, 
Kofi Kingston was going to be, was waiting for his opponent, but Fandango's music, which, which get me started on makes him. me so uncomfortable hearing that name sp- said that way. Hey, he wasn't he on Dancing with the Jobbers? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, I like, I like Johnny Curtis a lot better than Fandango. Johnny, that's who that was. I know yeah. he's on NXT. And you know, I have a problem because isn't Fandango a uh, movie ticket website? Yeah, that's I why I'm, ex- I'm expecting a lawsuit. I hope so. And also, I think it was the name of a Antonio Banderas movie. But the uh, the California Lottery never sued Goldberg for who's next. I that's was waiting true. for that. That's true. Anyway, uh, Fandango. But unfortunately, we didn't get to see that because, oh, Fandango does not like the fact that we call him Fandango. He wants, he wants to be known by his porn name, Fandango. <laughs> Just stupid. Terrible gimmick, excellent <laughs> it's, it's wrestler. It's a horrible gimmick. It really is. That's like Val Venus stupider. Like, that's like a stupid Val Venus gimmick. No, but I mean. It's like a dumbed down. <laughs> yeah. It's, he's a great. Uh, Johnny Curtis is awesome. Like, remember his little videos when he was going to debut the first time? Uh-huh. When he was, like, awesome and perfect? That was great. They should have stuck with that. Yeah, and then they, then they changed his gimmick, and then it's horrible. Anyway. He'll be in uh, Aces and Eights pretty soon. <laughs> He'll be the next member of Aces and Eights. Just like Tramparetta will be. Uh, triple, after that, triple, after the commercial break, Triple H's music hits, and he slowly makes his way down to the ring, uh, saying he Triple H thought it was all over at after his SummerSlam match uh, dur- in which Lesnar broke his arm for the second time in two months. <laughs> uh, Triple H Sounds said... Sounds like a quad problem to me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow, I did not expect that. Uh, Triple H said as soon as the cast was off, he started training every day. Found himself in the best stage of his life. Uh, Triple H then tells the story of sitting next to the old man, to an old man who just had hip surgery in the same hospital. The same old man challenged Heyman to a fight, of course referring to uh, Vince McMahon. Uh, Heyman then turned to Lesnar, so... Uh, Heyman turned to Lesnar, so Triple H was ready. If Lesnar thought they were done, uh, he was wrong. Triple H is, is calling out Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania. Uh, Trips then leaves it in Brock's hands. Busted Lesnar open last week on Raw, to which Lesnar can either sit and bleed or come face Triple H at the big dance. Um, Did you notice that when Brock was bleeding, the, the cameras were trying to hide it? They really were. They were trying to focus on the side that wasn't bleeding well, yeah, but then all of a sudden, like, three-quarters of his face were covered in blood. Yeah, I mean, you can't hide really hide it. But they were still trying. You got to give him credit <laughs> for at least trying, I guess. Uh, Acer says in the chat, fan ding, ding, dingo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Mindwipe says in the chat, maybe Chris Jericho should get together with Fandango and show him up. They, hey, Chris Jericho invented that. that. Uh, you know what? I would have liked that. If he said, you know what, Junior, you want to come to the ring, you want to sit there and deprive these people of the person they were trying to see, you want to deprive them of Fandango. You know what? I'm going to give them what they want. We're going old school. It's going to be Raw is Jericho. And boom. There you go. So anyway, back to the results here. Uh after a video promo by the Shield talking about WrestleMania, talking about WrestleMania and threatening everyone, uh, Alberto Del Rio comes out to defeat Wade Barrett in a pretty good match. I thought they're giving away too many big matches on TV. 
They are, but then I think that should have been a WrestleMania match. That's true, but um, I was so happy that we have given the RTR bump for this next match, which I am gonna pull up their theme song because it's worthy of it. Um, I'm trying to stall for time, but but I think the I think the match with Del Rio and Barrett was was okay. For a small for a small time match, it, it put it, it made uh, what's his name Del Rio look good. It made Barrett look decent. I mean, you can't. Didn't they fight on SmackDown last week? You know what? I have not watched no, SmackDown, they so they might have. Booker T came out. and was like champion versus champion, sucker. Yeah, know. I don't know. That's weird. It's like a rerun. Isn't Wade Barrett the Intercontinental Champion? He is. That's what I thought. Yeah, he has a white ugly belt. Okay, it looks like YouTube's not going to load for me. Great, so oh, I'll just right. go ahead and say it, unfortunately. Uh, the New Age Outlaws, BG, uh, Road Dog Jesse James, and oh, you didn't know? the BA Billy Gunn come out to defeat Primo and Epico with the ever-hot Latin sensation Rosa Mendez in their corner. I think the New Age Outlaws would be a great addition right now. I, they need to bring back tag team division. Dude, and how good did they look? They looked fantastic. And you know who else looks good they could bring back? is the Headbangers. That'd be no, awesome. Dude, they yeah, want to do it. They got to bring them back. They, they they should, but no. But New Age Outlaws look solid, like they, they never did, left, yeah, and just yeah. amazing to put. Uh, yeah, one Billy of the greatest Gunn tag teams of all time. And and Billy Gunn, dude, for for everything that he's done in WWE, for for being there for all the jobbers, for, for to, to be the main, mid card for the gay marriage angle he did with Chuck Palumbo. <laughs> it wasn't an angle. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of Billy Gunn and Road Dog, um, a quick news that you didn't mention. Uh, I just found this out on my way over here. X-Pac, uh, Sean Waltman announced that he signed a Legends slash Talent Scout deal with the WWE today or yesterday. Nice. Yeah, so all of DX is uh, under WWE contract, except for we're not going to mention China. So then that mu- <laughs> yeah, we're just not going to mention her. We're just not going to mention her, even though I just did. Um, But I like the way they had it to where... um. Now I could see DX being in the Hall of Fame now. Oh yeah, that's true. You're Definitely. right. Definitely Hall of Fame. Maybe inbound. next year. Hopefully, I and would love that. It's cool because X Pac uh, went to rehab actually, and, and yeah, and got clean. Yep. He, he did, and he's going into it. He we'll no see how has, long it lasts. He no longer has X Pac heat. <laughs> oh he, wow! Just for being X Pac, like he did during the invasion angle. <laughs> he doesn't have X Pac heat. I love it. <laughs> and for those of you listening in the chat and listening to us live, uh, we could tweet and uh, just hashtag RTR. Or you could email runningtheropes at runningtheropes at yahoo.com. Uh, give us your thoughts on Raw and all that because we're, we're, we're just almost done here, I believe. Uh, yeah, actually, we are almost done. Um, there's a grand cake set up with uh, cupcakes and big cakes. They appear to have 90 candles on there to which Mean Gene Okerlund comes out. And to introduce the oldest living member of the WWE Hall of Fame, celebrating her 90th birthday, Mae Young. Yes, yes, the May same Mae Young that gave birth to a hand. Let's give this lady a hand. Yeah, exactly. So they said. Uh, in a way to interrupt the to interrupt the party, CM Punk's music comes out, and he walks out for the main event. To which we go into it: CM Punk versus Randy Orton versus Big Show versus Sheamus. And at the end of it all. CM Punk will be facing The Undertaker at WrestleMania 29. Your thoughts, Sam? Um, I think that CM Punk and Undertaker are going to turn their house down. They're they're both uh, 
you know, well, CM Punk is going to make, it's going to pretty much carry the Undertaker like he has been carrying everybody else. And Shawn Michaels carried the Undertaker and Triple H carried the Undertaker. But you know what? I think it'll be really good for his career. I really do. I agree. And it'll I, be a good I, way I to bounce with, back. With the way CM Punk's style goes, I think it would be a very fun match to have him in there with the Undertaker. Uh, the, the wrestling, the wrestling background that, both men have yeah, are definitely. really good. I think that uh, the gra- there's going to be a lot of grappling, a lot of MMA style matches, or a lot of MMA style matchup in this one. Um, well, yeah, because the Undertaker kind of has an MMA style, and CM Punk has a lot of kicking and stuff like that, kickboxing type of stuff. Yeah, I, I agree definitely. Way um, tie fighting or whatever he does, something Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, something like yeah. that. But uh, I really, I'm really looking forward to this. I am too, and I, I, I think that. Um, like I said, with the talent that uh, with that CM Punk has, it's really going to be a, an interesting way to see this match because it's going to be something we've never seen before. Yeah, it's well, not going to be yeah, one of those right. matches where it's just going to be all high flying or Undertaker putting his life on the line like that. I think it's going to be a very good match. It's going to be a uh, it's going to be hell. It's going to be hell on both of them. I like this a lot better than I would have liked a triple threat match with Cena, Punk, and uh, Rock. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I I agree, and I think something like this. This is why I don't. This is one of the reasons why I don't mind CM Punk in the role of the champion. I don't mind it. I mean, it, it sucks that he's not champion, but that's only because I'm a Mark like that. Yeah, me too. I'm a CM Punk Mark. But I I think this is a good way to get him out of the belt. But still keep him fresh and still keep him on top of the world. And, and then, then after WrestleMania, he can go to another program with another person because Undertaker's a one-time deal. And if he's going to be the one that clips the streak, which might not happen. No, it's not going to happen. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think it would be a good idea. Uh, Sam Punk doesn't have that many years left. It's got to be a young guy. I wanted it to be Edge back you know, like Are a few you, years Did you ago. just say CM Punk does not have that many years left? No, he's going to retire in he's 15. Not gonna, he's not going to retire in 2015. That's what he says. He says in 2015 he's going to sit on his couch. Then he's going to make it big. He's going to go out on top. And he's, that, oh, yeah, the only way he, he can do that is if he, beca- if, is if he, takes, uh, if he takes out The Undertaker. I re- that's what I think. I hope he does, but I don't think he will. Uh, but anyway... I love the the the, the Fredo four way though. It ended with uh, uh, we're at the end of Raw, right? We're at the end of Raw. Yeah, we're, we're that that was the end of Raw. Uh, so the Fredo four way. Uh, if you guys didn't see Raw, uh, Big Show set Sheamus up for the uh, the weapon of mass destruction punch. Uh, Sheamus did a bro kick. Big Show went down. Sheamus turned around. RKO. Uh, Randy Orton turned around. GTS. One two three. Punk's going to WrestleMania. Mindwipe says. Next week on Sci-Fi, Ghost Hunters guest starring The Undertaker. The guys, <laughs> Are they gonna hunt the guys, the, the guys go into Paul Bear's old moratorium. Ouch! To find the ghost of Paul Bear. I hope wow. he brings the I hope he brings the urn with a flashlight. You see what you did, Mindwipe? You made me make a tasteless joke on air. Thank you, Mindwipe. Jerk, Wipe. man. Hey, it's too soon, Mindwipe. It's too soon. <laughs> too soon. Next exactly. week, come back with that joke next week. <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that was good. Oh man. Um. Uh. Anyway, that's gonna do it for that. Well, you guys okay? Nah, man. We just finished up. Okay. Sorry. Let's go ahead. Let's let's get to commercial, and we come back. We're gonna talk. We're gonna give a preview for TNA Lockdown. We're gonna give our predictions. Here's my prediction. It's gonna suck. Uh, I don't know yet. I don't <laughs> okay, know yet. Let's go. Let's, we'll so, come back. Let's come TNA. back. 
You're gonna hear a Royal Rumble commercial. I apologize. You think? <laughs> Yo, Fernando from TNA, and you're running the ropes on SNS Radio. Voices in my head, they counsel me, they understand, they talk to me. Since 1996, audio wrestling has been getting in the ring as your definitive source for all your wrestling desires. Interviews with some of pro wrestling's biggest stars. Providing you with a wide selection of award-winning wrestling shows from past and present, such as Ministry of Slam, Monday Night Mayhem, In Your Head, WrestleCast, Sunday Night Showdown, Wrestling News Live, Between the Ropes, RVD Radio, WrestleCast, and Wrestle Talk Radio, and many others. If you can't get enough mad mania climb into the ring with audio wrestling www.audiowrestling.com and check out all the real voices of wrestling radio audio wrestling keeping you tuned in since 1996 let's go to our ring announcer Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network and I'll see you at the matches. It's go time! The Brahma Bull. He's bold. He's bad. He's brazen. Coming to WWE Royal Rumble. Finally! Live only on pay-per-view. This Rumble is going to rock. Yeah, I know this was about a couple months ago. I apologize. He's bold. He's bad. He's brazen. Coming to WWE Royal Rumble. Finally! Live only on pay-per-view. This Rumble is going to rock. Oh, you didn't know? You ought to call somebody! It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, and if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you, suck it! Okay, I'm 
All right, welcome back to Running the Ropes right here on the SNS Radio Network, the Unchained Radio Network, or sorry, Unchained Wrestling Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. Brian Maverick Bertrand back with the funky one, Sam Medina. Yeah. I'd like to give a quick shout out to this guy on Twitter named Acer, A C E R. He uh, tweeted, uh, Running the Ropes with the Maverick one, uh, RTR Maverick at RTR Maverick, and the funky one at Funky Sam Medina. Now listening at, and he gave the address to listen to it. So uh, thank you, Acer, for promoting the show. I, I followed you, so follow me back. You know, you know what's cool. See, I, I'm I'm getting a little better at promoting the show before we start. Uh, the last few weeks, I've been putting it up an hour before. This week, <laughs> I did two hours. I did two hours. Next too. week is three hours, and so nice. so on and so on. So I'm going to try and do that. Um, so thanks, Acer, for the promo. Thank the, you, Acer, for the promo. Out. Brass Eye says, "Wow, he promotes it more than Mav does." Shut up. Oh. <laughs> and uh, anybody out there listening in the chat or whatever, I am at Funky Sam Medina on Twitter. Give me a follow. I like to talk smack about people, so that's fun. And you know what? I've been blocked from by Angelina Love. I guess it was for a dirty joke I made, but I really don't remember the joke. In 2010, I was blocked by <laughs> Matt Morgan because I tweeted him and I said, Matt Morgan couldn't be world champion if he owned his own wrestling company. <laughs> and he blocked me. That was good, though. Yeah, he didn't think so. <laughs> Sorry, Matt, but it's the truth. And it's unfortunate. I mean, I I, I don't see... And it's unfortunate. I, I like him. I think he's a good guy. He's boring. But... Matt Morgan. I just don't think he's... I don't think he's world champion material. No, he's not. And he was in WWE for a little bit. He's He's a good size, but he's a waste. Anyway, uh, enough about Matt Morgan. L Train just tweeted to me, uh, still going on with the Fandango line, AMAP. That doesn't, that, <laughs> that, <laughs> that just rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> it does something to your tongue, wow, that's for sure. Wow, I did not expect that. Thank you for that, L Train. I appreciate that. Where do you find these listeners? I don't know, dude. <laughs> they just come to me because they love listening to me. Right here on Running the Roads on SNS Radio Network and KJCC. Anyway. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> we love you all. Lockdown is coming up in just a few days. Do you I have mean, the card? I'm going to grab the card Let's right now because uh, lockdown 2013 card because this is, a, this is huge. I mean. Yeah, no, it is. I said it's going to suck, but I mean. Teenage got all the talent in the world, and I don't want to sell anybody short. It's uh, more of the the writers and the management that I don't like. Right, but TNA uh, is going to come to you on March tenth, two thousand thirteen, from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, all Texas. Right. I hope they can sell out at least half of it. <laughs> um, oh, this does not bode well here. The, the The website that I had did not did not have what I was looking for. It just said coming soon. Coming soon, lockdown 2013. Maybe, maybe I should check the actual TNA website. How about that? Yeah, maybe. Hey, while you're looking for that, um, I know the main event. When you just start with the main event? Uh, the main event is going to be... Jeff Hardy defends his TNA world title against Bully Ray. Bully Ray. I, uh, let's go ahead let's go ahead and give our predictions. Who do you think will win yeah, the world title? Yeah, look for that, and we'll talk about this, because this has a lot to be talked about. Well, why don't we wait for that and go with... Uh, 
Brisk, uh, Wes Briscoe taking on Kurt Angle in the steel cage. Kurt Angle's going to destroy him. Oh, you know, I saw the card for lockdown. Kurt Angle's going to destroy Wes, Wes Briscoe. Oh, yeah. Dude, wrestling yeah. machine against a newbie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude. In a cage? Is it? A, no, it's not in a cage. It's, it's in a cage, It's yeah. a redemption match. And uh, Kurt Angle's going to just... I feel sorry for Wes Briscoe at this point. Kurt Angle is just going to destroy him. Like, he's not going to have one offensive move in i agree i agree uh in a triangle tag team championship match bad influence takes on bobby Roode and austin aries who uh and also and uh, versus hernandez and chava guerrero who do you think is going to win this triple threat match um i hope uh bad influence walks out you know really uh, yeah i like them a lot i'm not too keen on uh hernandez and uh chava guerrero yeah well i yeah i mean TNA needs your 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 token Latino uh, tag team. I <laughs> exactly. guess exactly. It's just stereotypical. WWE has Primo and Epico. I guess that counts yeah, for them. That so does count for them. Uh, and TNA, uh, but I agree. I, I think it, with, with the way they're being pushed, even though I really hate their gimmick, Bad Influence can take this. I one. love their gimmick. They're just jerks. That's perfect. But stupid jerks, you know. Well, yeah. Um. In TNA, TNA Knockouts Tag Team Championship, uh, what are your predictions versus between Gail Kim and, Ve- and uh, Velvet Sky? Um, it looks I'm a lot a, better, by the way. I want to see Gail Kim. I'm not Gail Kim. I want to see Gail Kim lose. I want to see Velvet Sky uh, keep the title for a while. She really deserves it. She's been one of TNA's original uh, knockouts, and she's come a long way in her wrestling ability. She really has. So uh, I want to see uh, Velvet Sky uh Match of the night right here. Match of the night. Match of the night. Robbie E versus Robbie T. Who are you taking? I'm taking, uh, (laughs) I'm going to the bathroom and getting, maybe getting some more nachos. There you go. You know what? I can agree with that. I could see Rockstar Spud coming out for Robbie T. And then there you go. They should make it like, they should just fire both of them right now and (laughs) save that pay per view. Lethal Lockdown. Aces and Eights with uh, uh, Garrett Bischoff, Doc. Mike Knox and Mr. Anderson and uh, Devon taking on Team TNA consisting of Sting, Magnus, Samoa Joe, uh, Cowboy James Storm, and Showtime Eric Young. Who are you taking? I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, Mr. Anderson's pulling on Steve Austin here from the invasion angle. and I'm sorry, a Kurt Angle. And uh, he's going to turn on uh, Aces and Eights and go back to TNA. It wouldn't be the first time he turned on a co- on a, the company he works for. Yeah, it's true. Um, I could see that happening, but at the same time, I think... Is anything on the line or just kind of was like... Just Lethal Lockdown. versus you? Yeah, it's just one team versus another. Lethal Lockdown. Ten man uh, I'm getting uh, really match. sick of Aces and Eights. You know what? I, agree. I, I am They're too. They're just drawing it out too long. I mean, I know I wanted longer storylines, but this is ridiculous. I, I think I, I think what, what's really hurting this whole angle is the fact that they're making these bad guys win so much, and yet TNA is the weaker company by not doing this. And the way they're writing it out, it's they're, they're just making everyone look really bad here. Yeah, and it's like, really? Really? Mike Knox is going to go go toe-to-toe with Sting? And, th- and that's the thing. I, I think now, now that they're at a major pay-per-view, they're at lot. At TNA Lockdown, I think at Lockdown TNA has to be the one that comes out on top. Unless Randy Orton joins Aces and Eights. <laughs> yeah, really, Aces and Eights. Uh, anyway, but, uh, finally, main event match: TNA World Championship on the line. You have Bully Ray taking on the the God, I hate saying this name, the Charismatic Enigma, Jeff Hardy. Who are you taking? Well, if Jeff Hardy doesn't get arrested between now and then, <laughs> I think Jeff Hardy's going to win. 
Um, he's been on a for, he's been on a for roll. which drug this time <laughs> for all of them <laughs> for all of them. Yeah, Jeff Hardy's been on a roll. You know he's doing Love good. My dog. Uh, he's, Love my uh, <laughs> he's uh really pulling it out for TNA right now, and not literally, of course. I hope not. <laughs> But uh, he's he's doing good for TNA. He's helping them out, and if anybody can really help him out, it's Jeff Hardy because he has a huge following. I and agree. He resigned. He resigned. So I think he's gonna keep the belt for a long time. He, you know what? He does. He has a great following. He still has the 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 fans in there with their dumb little pink and black armbands and and their bad taste in wrestlers. They're bad. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I was at a, a quick story. I was at. APW, I think it was Halloween Hell back in like 04 or 05, and um, their camera guy at the time was, he was probably about my height, but he was he was real skinny, like probably about 110 pounds. Was he the gothic cameraman guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew Christoph. Uh, Christoph, yeah. yeah. I know that guy. He, well, I don't really know him anymore, but I used to know him. But when he, uh, when he was in costume, he did a really good Jeff Hardy. He looked really good in Jeff Hardy oh, wow. stuff. CM Punk did too. Yeah, CM Punk did too. That was, was a good, that was a great. But um, it was really cool. But um, I could, I really hate this main event because of the fact that there's no reason to put him there to put him there for that. In terms of uh, making his making Bully Ray the main event guy now. Make, yeah, well, I don't know. Jeff Hardy's definitely their John Cena. I just think so it looks really bad for the wrestlers that were actually wrestling to take for the number one contendership. Yeah, but Bully Ray, he's been working hard for that company for years. He well, really has. Yeah, been. but I mean, you gotta have, you gotta be consistent with it. I mean, yeah, if he's not gonna wrestle, why are you well, having him out there? How do you? This is how TNA works. Hulk Hogan says, "Oh, I think I'll pick this guy." And that's it. There's no rhyme and reason to it. There's no, you won this match. It's just Hulk Hogan sitting in his office choosing. So the only way, <laughs> so then the only way you can get over is if Hulk Hogan puts you over. Yeah, marry his daughter. You'll get real title shots left and right. Ugh. That makes my brains hurt. Um, <laughs> so that's your preview. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I hope, personally, even though I really don't like Jeff Hardy's gimmick or uh, chances in I this can't one, stand Jeff Hardy. I don't see him losing this one. I don't see him losing either. To be honest. Um, so there you go. Anyway, that's TNA Lockdown this coming Sunday, live on pay per view from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. All right. TNA. So, um, WrestleMania is looking really good. WrestleMania is shaping up really well, I think. Um, uh, Russell, uh, I'm trying to find the card for this. Hopefully, I'll, I'll find it here. Uh, Looks like we're gonna have Triple H versus Brock Lesnar. Triple H versus Brock Lesnar. A, yeah. a big, just knockdown, drag out fight. And those two guys, they've proven it at SummerSlam that they could go. So I'm looking forward to that. We got CM Punk and the Undertaker. I did find a leaked card. Oh, this website, really? this link says. So let me go ahead. Spoiler alert, everybody! Spoiler alert, people! Um, it's only four matches so far, but you know they're going to add like twenty more. Oh yeah. Um, first off, uh, let's go ahead. Let's give our picks for this: Randy Orton versus Sheamus. You know, I want to see Randy Orton and Sheamus going against the Shield. I don't know why they're doing this. That's true. I I, I would love to see him go, see him go against. I think uh, Big Show's going face, and we're going to have a six man tag: Big Show, Sheamus, and Randy Orton versus the Shield. That's my prediction. I okay, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. I, I think if they Maybe do make it better. a match, 
It'll be Sheamus on top because everyone's gonna. Everyone doesn't want to fall asleep with Randy Orton. Sheamus in the ring. would beat Orton. Like if they were fighting, Sheamus would beat Orton. Uh, yeah, but I could definitely see that. I could definitely see them doing a, a six man tag. Uh, uh, Triple H is Brock. I'm looking forward to that. Who do you, fight? Who do you pick? I pick um, uh, who won last time? Brock. I pick Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, oh, whoa, I pick hey, Undertaker over this? CM Punk. Oh, this is Even though else. I'm a Paul Heyman guy, um, uh, Punk versus Taker. I pick Taker, even though I want to see CM Punk win. I still pick Taker. You know what? I I I could see Taker winning, but at the same time, Undertaker's at 20 wins. If he is, he's never if, losing the streak, never ever. Yeah, but see, this is one of those matches where I don't. Uh, I I've said it for the last few weeks. I really don't want to see Undertaker at WrestleMania, but unfortunately, it's not. I mean, he's gonna be. Uh, unfortunately, he's I don't get my right way right now. Right now, he's a staple with WrestleMania, and that's the only time you're gonna see him. So just get over it. <laughs> right, right, right. It's the only time you're gonna see him this year. So anyway, maybe once or twice during the summer. Uh, let me go back here. Uh, and finally, The Rock versus Cena. Um, I believe Cena's gonna win. Cena's gonna get his redemption. He's gonna get his title back, and he's going to get his confidence back. And it's gonna be the start of a new uh, Cena nation. Even though I hate saying that term, <laughs> I do too. Trust me, I do. Um, I think that with with everything going on, I could see, I could see the torch being passed to um, John Cena. Why did this pop up come up? Oh, stupid Skype! Why why is Skype giving me pop ups now? I did not say I wanted it. Stupid Skype. Stupid Skype. Anyway. Just uh, kidding. Skype sponsor me. <laughs> um, but I, I like I like The Rock's chances in this, but I could definitely see John Cena winning this match um, for that. So definitely John Cena could get over on this one. Um, anyway, let's go ahead. Um, stop getting... I know. I should not be... <laughs> Brass I, I Cena's gonna get his mojo back at WrestleMania because he's had no mojo the last year. Brass I says in the chat, Mav, stop look, stop getting distracted by all those pop ups from Live Jasmine. They're not real. So there you go. Anyway, he knows by experience this guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Brass I, Brass I has been clicking all over those. Anyways, Brass I, huh? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and open up the phone lines. You have a caller? I don't have a caller. I thought I did. Call for us a in, everybody. Call, Call in. us in. Uh, phone number hey, here. Sir, call in. The uh, phone line, the hotline here for KJCC is area code 408 298 or 408 293 0870. Once again, 408 293 0870. Get your thoughts live on the air. I would love to get those things on Yeah, give side. us your WrestleMania picks. Uh, Acer says, enough distractions. I'm sorry. I have ADD. It's a disability. Damn Does it. Does he really just give him a shout out on the radio? Yeah, yeah. really. Uh,. I'm giving I'm giving uh, shout outs all over because people are in chat. So there you go. Anyway, we do have a caller on the air. Caller, who's this? Hey, yo, Matt, it's L Train. L Train, my brother, what's going on? Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm not sure if you saw that little uh, tweet I put out about a half hour ago because uh, I actually mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> you just cannot let that name go, can you? Never, dude. I, it, like I said, the the, the Fandango. Is the name you'd, you that you could expect someone to put in like a porn name generator, and boom, it's right there, Fandango. Oh, I'm surprised there's probably not like five or six Twitter accounts that have ever even named that. <laughs> yes, and and, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if I did that. Honestly, I wouldn't. <laughs> 
But, you know. Anyway, <laughs> what did you think about Old School Raw? Uh, I thought it was pretty damn cool. Um, everything that I saw from just the opening part of Undertaker coming out and you see the WrestleMania in the background, I was shocked because, I mean, w- when it happened, I was like, Oh snap! They're doing this right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, it was I, a heck of a cool surprise. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody was expecting Taker to open. Yeah, especially with the Undertaker being gone for so long, and we forgot to give letter grades. But I'm giving this uh, honestly. I'm giving this uh, show a D because just the way, uh, just the way it felt. It wasn't as old school as the last time. Maybe a B actually. I really like. Really, it. I yeah. We had some good moments. Just the way that. Um, everything went in terms of the the old school thing, the Jack Swagger beat down. I love the intro too. The intro was cool. The, the intro they did a great really job cool. with the intro. But I just I don't know, I did not like it. What, uh, did did you did do you, do you disagree, L Train or what? Uh actually um I actually agree with uh, uh what was it, uh Sid uh, Sam. Like, Sam uh, Funky Sam Medina. Funky Sam Medina. My, my, my bad. No worries, man. <laughs> hey, L Train, uh, are you related to Freight Train? Freight Train? <laughs> no, I am not. I, I unfortunately have not gotten a chance to catch uh, Freight Train, although Cole Cabana has actually thrown that comparison to me also. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's a last um, name, that's I actually, why. I actually agree with the Sam. I actually gave it a B. I thought everything was good. The only thing I didn't like was that every match you could predict the winner, and if you did, you were correct. There wasn't yeah, one yeah, match yeah. that happened that, like, you know, there was an upset. Which is shocking because I thought for sure this was going to be where Zack Ryder went over Mark Henry. Yeah, well, at least not get squashed. At least put up some fight. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Farley says in the chat that uh, Mav is upset that Fandango did not wrestle. By the time Zack Ryder finishes catchphrase, uh, the match was over. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, hopefully, hey, at least it wasn't. At least it wasn't uh, Zack Ryder in that match fighting uh, Fan, Fandango. Because would you really have wanted to see? Zack Ryder with his push me short, with his push me on the back of his tights. Do you really want to have <laughs> push me and Fandango in the same sentence? No, uh, not at all. Doing the rough rider to Fandingding. Ding. <laughs> uh, this, this show has been going down the toilet, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, so uh, give us some WrestleMania predictions, L Train. Well, yeah, what do, what do you what expect do you from, wrestle, from WrestleMania? Actually, what, what do you expect? Did, well, well are I've you got gonna... a lot that I've got to expect, especially considering what uh, I'm going to be doing in terms of WrestleMania. Uh-oh. What are you Uh-oh. Doing? Uh, is it mentionable uh, on the radio? Yeah, be careful. We have children listening. Oh, no, 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 no. It's because, no, it's because of the uh, whole uh, co-hosting thing for WrestleMania, actually. Oh, really? Oh, so you're going to be there for that. Well, yeah, I'm going to be doing the Sunday Night Showdown with uh, Bronx. Nice. Yeah, I know. I'm nervous as hell about it. I still got to get things set up. But uh, as far as what we do know that is going to happen... Um, Obviously, uh, with Brock and uh, and Triple H the rematch, I'm thinking Triple H is going to go over. Uh, I I have been unsure about this whole Sheamus Orton thing because I didn't know where they were going. Um, There's no reason to have Sheamus take on Randy Orton. No, There's they, really no reason. They should go after the Shield. Well, yeah, but yeah, but in that sense, I think it should be what I've been hearing for so for over the past few weeks that it should be Ryback versus the Shield in like a gauntlet match. Like you know what? That would be awesome too. One-on-one. But he kind of separated from them a little bit. WWE won't do a gauntlet match. Are you it kidding? It would be great if he did a gauntlet match with the It'd Shield. It would be sick. It would be amazing. It would be but amazing. they wouldn't do it. But, well, uh, they teased the whole thing that it might be Ryback versus Mark Henry at uh That was Mania. out of nowhere. And when I saw that on Monday, I was like, okay, that sure came out of left field, didn't it? Yeah, yeah it definitely did. I uh, I think Ryback has already separated from the Shield, and they don't want us to remember that. 
Never. Uh, yeah, it's WWE, and his and to, they have their own version of history. They do. They think we have a attention span of like six days. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, <laughs> Every Raw is. Like, this is what happened last week on Raw. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? Oh, uh, Zack Ryder lost. Yeah, really. Uh, for the other two matches, I would say Cena, Rock. Cena's going over. You're crazy if you think Rock's going two years. Yeah, in a row. Rock's leaving. Yeah. Uh, um, he's leaving for a while after the WrestleMania. He's got too many movies on his plate. To, I mean, he'll be there for WrestleMania 30, but he's not going to stay consistently. So, yeah, take definitely. The title and for off the him. big match, the one I'm looking forward to, Punk Taker. You know, it was it was tricky because with the fact that he was 20 and 0 already, I was a little nervous. You know, could they actually have Punk do it? But with the recent uh, passing of Paul Bear, I don't think they would have Taker go out like oh, that. Oh, that's I'd true. You're right. Yeah, You're right. I didn't think about the connection between that and that. Anyway, L Train, thank you. Uh, you're going to be on this. You're going to be on for WrestleMania Sunday Night Showdown. Uh, do you have any predictions for Lockdown, or are you just not going to watch it? Uh, well, I won't watch it, but I'll definitely be listening to the, if there's a show going on this Sunday. Um, let's see. Uh, for Robbie Tevers, Robbie Tevers is Robbie E. Who are you taking? Uh, I will be taking my ass to go get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah. said. More nachos at that time. Uh, exactly. Knockouts Championship, Velvet Sky, Gail Kim, who are you taking? I want to say Gail, but I think Velvet's going to retain. I think she's going to hold it. I think, roll. I think her push, honestly, is, is way up there. I, I think it, it get, giving it to Gail Kim is a bad idea at this point, for sure. Uh, Gail who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Tag Team Championship, Bad Influence, Rude and Aries, again, and uh, Hernandez and Chavo, who are you taking? Uh, again, I would love to say bad influence. I think Rude and Aries are going to hold for a while. Yeah, they probably will. I think their I think their push just started. I think get, giving them the titles are our best because they they do it for the gold and it's really good. Uh, Angle versus Briscoe. Who are you taking? <laughs> mm. <laughs> do I have to ask? Well, 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 you might. You might. I mean, hey, anything could happen. We've seen a lot of crazier stuff from TNA, but for the time being, I think. We're going to be seeing Angle go over, but I think he's going to catch a beatdown afterwards. Another one, I think so, and I think it's going to be. But I think it's still going to be a good match. It's going to be an interesting way to see how uh, Briscoe takes this loss too. So there you go. Uh, lethal lockdown, aces and eights, team TNA. Who are you taking? I am going to say uh, I'm going to say team aces and eights because I don't think they're going to end it. Unfortunately, but I mean, here's what I don't like. Okay, here's a, I'm going to go ahead and reiterate what a lot of people probably already said already. Will TNA ever get a win for this? Will they ever get any? They've had like probably about two wins. Yeah, Ace and Ace are kicking their butts, and they're nobodies. Yeah, but we saw a tease last week, though. Angle knows who the leader is. Oh I yeah, that's true too. Who do we think it is? Who do we think it is? Shown. Who do you think? The, who do you think the leader is that he saw? Just from what I it's saw, it's a big last guy. Week, I think it's Joseph Park. I. But they were torturing him. How could it be him? That, that, what's that, 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 what's that one syndrome you get, like where you rec- you identify with your kidnappers? Or could it just Stockholm been a whole syndrome? Room? Oh, yeah. You know, what, you know what? It could be Abyss. I don't think it's Abyss. And uh, they could say that, because they're trying to make it so Abyss and Joseph Parks are two different people. But Abyss with a motorcycle, ga- uh, motorcycle gang gimmick? I, I don't know. He could do it. I don't know. Motorcyclists carry around chains. Abyss can't ever carry around a chain for a while. True. Yeah, motorcyclists carry around uh, baseball bats with nails sticking out of it. True. Uh, main event, Bully Ray versus Jeff Hardy. Who are you taking? Well, I know you always dislike calling him the charismatic enigma. Hey, if you want, you could always call him the, the rainbow-haired warrior from back in WWE. <laughs> for, for this match, I'm going to go with the rainbow-bright warrior, Jeff Hardy. I can't say rainbow hair warrior or anything towards <laughs> Jeff Hardy because 
um, I'm like in a suit in a very anti prop eight area of <laughs> of the Bay Area. So like, if I say anything like that, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. Oh, just do what oh, I did. Call him the Rainbow it. Bright Warrior. Oh, even that dude. I, uh, oh, dude, I don't want to mess with that crowd. I'm do sorry. Dude, call him Jailbird. They'll they'll start throwing makeup and sequins at me. I don't want that. Um, <laughs> well, hey, dude. Well, then you'll be wearing Jeff Hardy face paint. There you go. Right. <laughs> anyway, thank you, hey, L Train. Uh, hey, L Train. Follow me on Twitter, Funky Sam Medina. I want to find out more about this uh, Sunday night showdown. Oh, hey, stay tuned, man. Follow. follow hey, keep, keep in touch with Maverick. Trust me, you'll find out everything. You'll yeah, probably right. find oh, out. You know, I'll start doing before that. The show more. starts, but you'll find out. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, Jerk. Man. Alright, thank you for that, L-Trade. You can listen to him on the WrestleMania edition of the Sunday Night Showdown right here on the right here on the SNS Radio Network, so definitely. Uh, we got time for probably about one more call, and then we're going to call it a day. Um, but yeah, He's I mean, out there. Uh, I, I, I think that with the Team TNA, I like the fact that they brought out Team TNA against Aces and Eights, and all the members of Aces and Eights are unmasked. Except for one. Except I for thought one. I thought it was going to be Jeff Jarrett, but this is a it's an overweight male, so it can't be Jeff Jarrett. Could be, could be uh, padding. It's a big big guy. That's true, but he looked like a big big guy on TV, so it's definitely not going to be Jarrett. But see, it would make sense for Jarrett. But then again, it's TNA, and it would make too much. It should have been Jarrett. It should have been Jarrett in the first place. Jarrett and Eric Bischoff. The timing would have been perfect. It would have been great, but at this point, it's too late to even reveal Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, that's true. It's but- been like eight months. I think I think that's just what we get for for expecting anything from TNA. Unfortunately, that's true. I don't expect so. anything from them. But there you go. Anyway, we have another call. Caller, who's this? Uh, this is Anthony. Anthony, what's going on? Hey, first off, great better choice for in the co-host than the last one. Because no offense, at least he hasn't <laughs> compared anybody to DX. Oh wow! Oh yeah, kick clap. Wait, was that a compliment? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh... Caleb was in here earlier. Uh-huh. He, last week he was on the show. He's he compared Aces and Eights to DX. Oh wow. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Anyway. I compare Aces and Eights to the stuff I stepped on my way over here. Hey, uh Anthony, who are you taking in, who are you taking that lockdown? For what match? For all of them. Robbie T versus Robbie E. You're you're probably gonna be in the bathroom during that time, uh, with the newspaper in your hand, but who are you taking? Uh, I'll probably be asleep. <laughs> I'd probably be asleep. Yeah, I'd be like Crelly. Oh, it's Orton. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who makes who in TNA makes you fall asleep? Between Robbie E and Robbie T, both of them. Both of them. Both of them. Kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, Knockouts Championship. Who are you taking? Well, I'd like to take them both to my room, but now I say Velvet because apparently they were doing something with Gail Kim and the female ref. Yeah, and I could see Gail Kim getting screwed out of it. Definitely. You said it, not me. <laughs> My words, not yours, definitely. Uh, triple threat tag team match, who are you taking? I say keep it on um, Aries and Rude because... Um, I agree. Yeah, because um, bad influence can be basically over with the crowd just as they are. I, I their, their gimmick is too cheesy to me, though, I They're think. They're just over-the-top jerks. But yeah, I agree with you that uh, they're they're good the way they are without the titles. I agree. Yeah, uh, Angle and Briscoe. Who are you taking? I say probably it's going to be Angle, but I wouldn't be surprised if Briscoe wins it. I wouldn't be surprised would. if he if he kind of like cheats his way to win. 
I don't know. There's no way. I mean, I saw the card, and I'm like, Angle's going to destroy this kid. Yeah, so I don't know. Anyway. You better uh, call Jerry Briscoe. Yeah. He's going to be needing Briscoe Brothers Auto Body Shop after this match. <laughs> there you go. Uh, lethal Lockdown, who are you taking? Uh, I'm going to go with um, Team TNA, but I won't be surprised if we see like a screw job or Trey from one, either team. I could see Trey coming out, Trey Dog coming out for Aces and Aces, and just saying, "You know what? This company sucks." Drops the mic and walks out. I think you mean JJ or J- JJ, yeah, for sure. Uh, Maybe Chris Kelly will jump into the ring and uh, he'll jump the rail and, and climb the cage to get in. Yeah, maybe. Maybe no, he'll, he'll be trying training. to stalk into the knockout locker room. <laughs> he'll be arrested. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> inside the locker room, the knockouts. It wouldn't be the first time. Um, then I'll be a permanent co-host if he gets arrested. <laughs> uh, uh, main event, who are you taking? I'm probably going with Jeff Hardy, but I would not be surprised if Bully Ray wins. And there's got to be something that's got to happen at the end of that. Like, so Bully's, like, actually part of the Aces and Eights and that he just used um, Hogan to get himself to a title shot. Then later on, probably reveal that Brooks actually with him as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think Bully and Brooke are going heel. Oh, I don't want them to go heel, though. I think they are. I, yeah, but... Ugh. And then Devon and Bubba Ray are going to kiss and make up. Bring back Team 3D? That's the only way they could go heel. The only way I could I, I, I could say, you know what? Let them go heel. Is if is at the end of this Aces and Eights run, have them kiss and make up, bring back, uh, bring back Team 3D, and set, uh, set Jeff Hardy on fire. There's no way they can bring back Team 3D because the only way Bubba Ray is going heel is if he, uh, if he wins the title. That's true. So definitely. Uh, how, how are you liking this WrestleMania card so far, Anthony? Uh, I'm not going to say it's, one of my, it's like the best WrestleMania I look at. I think still my favorite is going to be WrestleMania 17. Do you think, do you think the streak's going to end? Uh, no. And if it is Punk, I don't think it should be because I think Punk said after like by 2017 or something like that, he's, uh, he's done. Uh, I think it was 2015, actually. Yeah. So, um, all right, Anthony, thank you for calling in. Uh, one last thing. Yeah. I think they should do for tribute for Paul Bearer. Like, have a beginning of Raw. You see the urn in the ring, and then Taker and Kane come out. They do that little one-kneel pose, and they just set the belt, the 10-bell salute. Yeah, and, but not good, the but ring be... bell, but do it for Undertaker's bell. Oh, the, like gong. the gong. Yeah, The gong, yeah, definitely. I kind of think that would be breaking character, but it would be neat to see. Um, and then Mick Foley comes out and says, Goodbye, Uncle Paul. <laughs> in, in full mankind, yeah. old school mankind. Totally, dude. I could see that happening. And it's great that you're not upset. Uh, ADC new favorite wrestler, Fan Dildo Wrestle. Fan Dildo, I love it. <laughs> Careful now at the FCC language, buddy. Oh, uh, well, my word was mentioning it all the time, so I might as well put it in. Yeah, so. Um, I'm trying to find... Keep that language on the chat, young man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's tainted for the stuff we say on Sunday Night Showdown. Yeah. You know, that's true. Um, I'm trying to find... Oh, well, I could do that. Anyway, thank you, Anthony, for calling in. I appreciate it. No problem. So, all right, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, bye. Bye. All right, so here we go. Definitely something to look forward to. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. Stay tuned later tonight for TNA Chat Live with with the Bronx Father, Tony Mirabella. The Bronx Father, tell us up. On the SNS. Uh, SNS covers lockdown this Sunday right here on the SNS Radio Network. Coming up on KJCC is going to be 
is going to be uh, <laughs> sorry. Coming up next on KJCC, Lady Jacks take on Monterey Peninsula College. And so stay on. tuned for some ladies softball. Stay tuned for ladies softball. Head over to snsradionetwork.com right now. Go to uh, unchained-wb.com and so much more. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash running the ropes radio at RTR Maverick at Funky Sam Medina at oh man so much stuff going on and in closing I've been dying to say this for the whole show yes I think I'm going to get out of here and uh, go pull a Jack Swagger there you go <laughs> uh, let me if you don't like America why don't you get out get out so I meant. thank you Sam for coming in I appreciate it me. it was great it was fun thank you Crelly for not being here <laughs> it's always a pleasure when you're gone and finally email us at runningtheropes at yahoo.com uh, so for Funky One, Sam Medino, I am Brian Mavic Bertrand saying see you later, everybody. Good night and good luck. This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, the official podcast of the Unchained Wrestling Network and brought to you by the SNS Radio Network. The views expressed in this program are that of the panel and not of the networks or their affiliates.